0: The Lord be with you. Thank you very much. I'm John. I'm one of the pastors here. It's a gift to be together on this the second Sunday in the season of Advent. It's my favorite time of the year. I've asked my friend Lazarek to help me this morning. Lazarek is a senior at Hope College. It's been he's been a part of Pillar for that entire time. He is a leader. He is a Christ follower. He is a people lover. If you don't know him, you should introduce yourself to him. Among all of the things that college students could do during a semester. Just let your mind imagine. Lazarek has been memorizing the Gospel of John. Okay, just the first 18 verses. But it's still impressive. I asked him to share with us five of those verses. Listen to this. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him, not one thing has come into being. What has come into being in him was life, and that life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overflow. Amen, Lazarek. Way to go, man. Hey, Lazarek. Lazarek, I I got you a gift card, man. Two of them. Two of them. (laughs) It's exam week over at Hope, so that's going to get you through, man. (laughs) John's gospel begins in the darkness. Announcing the light shines so brightly, no darkness could ever overcome it. A Fleming Rutledge, uh, she wrote once, Advent begins in the darkness. Anybody know anything about darkness? A soul ache that no amount of doom scrolling on social media can alleviate. A a relational pain that no amount of persistence seems to change. A heart sadness over a world that's just gone absolutely wild. Does anybody know anything about the darkness? Ruth Haley Barton in a book titled Strengthening the Soul of Your Leadership, I think she says something like this, only those who have confronted their darkness can be trusted to lead others toward the light. We're calling this Advent season walking in darkness, looking for light. Our companion is the Gospel of Mark. Actually, I had Lazaric recite from John, we're actually walking through the gospel of Mark, whose gospel begins, the beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it is written in the prophet Isaiah. Mark launches his incarnation claim with Isaiah. Mark announces his gospel campaign with Isaiah. Isaiah, who says, look, the virgin shall conceive. Isaiah, who says, a child's been born for us. Isaiah, who promises, a son is given to us. Isaiah, 800 years before the child was wrapped in bands of cloth and laid in the manger, 800 years before the shepherds were keeping watch over their flocks by night, was pointing to Christ, was speaking of Christ, was announcing Christ. I want you to listen with me to some of... Isaiah's dream fulfilled in Jesus Christ. A shoot. Does this sound familiar? A shoot shall come forth from the stump of Jesse. A a branch shall grow out of its roots the spirit of the Lord will rest on him the spirit of wisdom and understanding the spirit of counsel and might the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord his delight will be in the fear of the Lord he will not judge by what his eyes see or by what his ears hear with righteousness he will judge the poor and will decide with equity for the meek of the earth the rod of his mouth will shatter the earth with the breath of his lips he shall kill the wicked righteousness will be the belt around his waist and faithfulness the belt around his loins the wolf will live with the lamb the leopard shall lie down with the kid the calf And the lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young ones will lie down together. The lion will eat straw like the ox, the nursing child will play over the hole of the asp, and the weaned child shall put its hand in the adder's den. They will not hurt or destroy on all my holy mountain." For the earth will be covered with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. It's Isaiah 11, 1 through 9. If you want to find it in a Bible near you or the smartphone on you, there it is. That's it. That's the vision. That's the dream fulfilled in Jesus Christ. 800 years before Christ was wrapped in bands of cloth. And the star made its Bethlehem journey with the wise men following. Isaiah stood up and spoke of Christ. I've been reading this book titled, When Everything is on Fire. does that sound like a great book? Because uh, it kind of feels that way sometimes, doesn't it? The nature of our public discourse is an absolute joke. Common decency is some sort of nostalgic remnant of a forgotten past. Our lust for power, which gives way to violence, whether it's with weapons or with words, consumes our souls, devours our lives, and leaves our carcasses strewn across the landscape of the world. Yeah, I should say everything's on fire. Isaiah knew a little bit about the fire. Uh, The Assyrians, they had absolutely decimated Israel. They had just gone through and ravaged. I think I mentioned this last week. The Assyrians would fillet children in front of their parents. They, 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 They would behead prisoners of war in front of the king for sport and the one who beheaded the most got the award. They would would light the fields and the forest full of trees on fire so that there was no possible future of hope. No way life can exist here. And Isaiah, Isaiah stands up against the raging burning fire of the Assyrians and says a shoot shall come forth from the stump of Jesse, a branch shall grow out of its roots. Uh, here's a picture of a... I googled that. That's not like... A shoot shall come forth from the stump of Jesse. A branch. Here's a branch. Amidst the devastation and the de- decimation, Isaiah stands up and starts pointing to a different day, a better day, one fulfilled in Jesus Christ. Uh, Isaiah plays with a bunch of images that I thought it would be fun to mess around with with you. Isaiah 11, uh, verse 8. Listen to this. The nursing child shall play over the whole of the asp, and the weaned child shall put its hand in the adder's den. To be totally honest, I had no idea what an asp was. I'm enunciating very carefully. (laughs) Nor was I much sure about an adder. Because we spent about 10 years out west, I kind of thought that adder was the Canadian way to spell otter, <laughs> which totally ruins the image. Uh, this, is a, this is an asp. I try to get the slides to Trish by like Wednesday or Thursday so that she has time to put them up on the screen by Sunday. I was sitting like 10 feet from her, but I emailed her anyway. And when she opened the email, she said, oh, snakes. The nursing child will play over the hole of the asp. This is a picture of an adder. The asp and the adder were venomous. Their bite was lethal. Minimally very, very painful, if you survived. The weaned child shall play, shall, shall put its hand in the adder's den. What an image what an amazing image now here's where it gets really incredible remember in the way back way back beginning when God spoke the world into existence with a word the first thing God said let there be light advent begins in the dark let there be light and God saw everything that he had made and God was like it's amazing but something bad happened something really tragic happened we call it the fall the first man and the first woman were duped by the asp The adder, maybe? The snake slips up behind and they eat of the tree they were told not to touch, and the world is sent spiraling into chaos, fall, division, war, hatred, hiding. And God, God's heart broken, shows up and He's like, Where are you? I want to be with you. You're my people. Where'd you go? And they do what we do. You know what they did? They started blaming the woman. she she says the serpent the adder the asp then god confronts the snake remember this cursed are you among all the wild animals upon your belly you shall go the dust of the ground you shall eat all the days of your life i will put enmity listen carefully i will put enmity between you and the woman between her offspring and yours he will strike your head you will nip at his heels the snake, the asp, the adder, becomes the embodiment of evil and sin. and Isaiah has a dream. Isaiah stands up and points to a day when evil and all of its sad versions, will be embraced by grace and turned inside, out, neutered so that the nursing child can play over the whole of the asp. And the wean child can put its hand in the adder's den. What an image! God in Jesus Christ is going to rewrite the script. He's going to go all the way back to the very beginning and undo the curse. What's that gray line from, I think it's C.S. Lewis? uh, Some say of temporal suffering, uh, no eternal bliss can make up for it, not recognizing that heaven, once attained, will work backwards, turning even agony into glory. The nursing child will play over the hole of the asp. The wean child shall put its hand in the adder's den. I got a text uh, this week from a friend uh, quoting Henry Nowen. We should not be surprised when we see human suffering and pain all around us. But we should be surprised by joy every time we see that God, not the evil one, has the last word. By entering into the world and confronting the evil one with the fullness of divine goodness, the way was open for us to live in the world, no longer victims, but as free men and women guided, not by optimism, but by hope. The nursing child shall play over the hole of the asp, and the weaned child shall put its hand in the adder's den. Amen? Here's another image for you. This is verse 6. The wolf shall live with the lamb. The leopard shall lie down with the kid. The calf and the lion and the fatling together. Those don't go together. They don't play together. I was trying, I thought I had heard of some story where like a lion somewhere around the world was like living in in harmony with like a bunny or something like that. So I googled it, trying to find it, you know, lion with lamb type images, and I got some. None of them were nice. Have you seen National Geographic? Lions devouring zebras and elephants and goats. That's what happens. Predators devouring their prey. That's what happens. The instinct, the base instinct for survival overtakes and overwhelms, and we just destroy each other. Isaiah has a dream. The wolf will live with the lamb. The leopard will lie down with the kid. The calf and the lion and the fatling together. As I was Googling, I was reminded of a painting uh, that has hung in our home for about 22 years. I know that because we've been married for 22 years. Uh, by Joel Tannis uh, When our kids were real little, we'd hold them and we'd carry them up as they were learning to speak. We'd carry them over to that painting. You know, you're trying to do anything you can to keep your kids... Compliant. And when they were starting to talk, they'd say, lying down Lammy? Lion down Lammy? One day, lying down Lammy. One day the lion will lie down with the lamb and there'll be peace on earth. One and this is not, Isaiah is not offering a pipe dream. A fairy tale. It's an invitation, it's a mandate. Get in on it. He pushes the metaphor, he says, They will not hurt or destroy on all my holy mountain. We're not going to hurt each other anymore. We're not going to hurt each other anymore. We're not going to hurt each other anymore. The bitterness that stirs right here will give way to grace and the anger that runs around in your soul will give way to mercy. And the sadness that hovers in your heart will be embraced by a love you cannot comprehend. We're not going to hurt each other anymore. We're going to set aside the resentment. And we're going to put aside the bitterness. And we're going to delete the post. We're not going to hurt each other anymore. We're going to be consumed... By the glory of God, we're going to be intoxicated with the knowledge of God. God's going to be so close, so present, you won't have time or energy to think of anything wrong or hard or evil or bad. You're going to be consumed by the glory of God. You're going to want to love and serve and give and be generous. The knowledge of the Lord will cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. That's all they'll be. So get in on it you know it's not a pipe dream it's a mandate wait isn't it Jesus who says blessed are the peacemakers isn't he the one who said if someone strikes you on the right cheek turn to them the other also isn't he the one who said love your enemy and pray for those who persecute you this is not a fairy tale it's the way of Christ We're not going to hurt each other anymore. So let's not hurt each other anymore. And then Isaiah pushes it even farther. He says, A little child will lead them. I love that. A little child wrapped in bands of cloth and laid in a manger. A little child around whom the shepherds and the wise men would gather and bow. A little child of who the angels spoke that night in the shepherd field. For to you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. A little child shall lead them. And we go the way of the child. We go the way of the vulnerable one. In an angry world intoxicated with its own power that turns to violence, whether with weapons or with words, we go the way of Christ. that book i've been reading when everything is on fire it's such a great title it's been said that no one ever became a christian because they lost an argument <laughs> i suspect this is true i also suspect far more people than we imagine have become converts to christianity for the simple reason they were charmed by the beauty of christ a little child will lead them, and we go the way of the child. So here's what I thought we could do. We don't very often do this, so you can tell me how it goes. Uh, there, uh, the ensemble, wherever they went, uh, are going to play a song for us—a song I happen to love by an artist named John Hermanson, Isaiah 11 set to music. While they're playing, I want to give you a little time of. For reflection, There are some cards somewhere strewn across the pews with our little Advent theme, Walking in Darkness Looking for Light. I want you to pass them down, grab a pen. There should be some in the pews. And I want you to write down on the card that area in your life that needs to concede to Isaiah's vision. I want you to write down that, that, that soul ache that needs to give way to the vision that the nursing child shall play over the hole of the asp the wean child shall put its hand in the adder's den I, I want you to be curious enough about your own story to pay attention to the place of pain and offer it to the better way a little child shall lead them only those who have confronted their own darkness can be trusted to lead others to the light so they're going to play and i want you to write down and this is this is anonymous just fold fold it up and then there are baskets as you come forward to the table, I want you to place them in the baskets. And then this week, I'm going to read them. And I'm going to pray with you through the ache, the pain, the sadness towards the much better way. A shoot shall come forth from the stump. A branch shall grow out of its roots. And then Jonathan will take us to the table.